0: Hello and welcome to Style, not Fashion, with me Talia, and today we are talking about situational dressing. So you're at work, you're doing some kind of workout, athletic sportswear, or you know you're going to an event, or you have a situation. That you need to dress for. So, this is a very exciting episode. I've been waiting a long time to do it. It's been in my notes and um, super excited. Um, first, I just want to let you all know that unfortunately, this will be my last episode. Um, I've decided to take a break from podcasting to really just focus more on um work so sorry you just got crissed (laughs) I'm not going anywhere (laughs) I'm in this for the long haul I've gotten crissed so many times this week it's it's hard to tell what's real and what's fake. (laughs) So with that, let's get started. My first, um, you know, situation is actually workwear. And I think I've neglected this category of dressing lately. Um, especially because it's summer, there's less people in the office, but we can get started. Um, You know, this idea really came up for me when I went to a conference two weeks ago and it was led by some very important people. It was about knitting for activewear. And, you know, past VPs, past directors of Nike, Victoria's Secret, PVH Corps, which is Um, you know, Calvin Klein's and those brands along that route. Some great networking opportunities. And I really thought I should bring this up because there were people in the room that I was just very surprised that you would dress that way in front of these important people representing your company. You know, you're wearing a sticker that says, where you're from and, you know, we all introduce ourselves at the end of the, I mean, sorry, at the beginning of the, the conference you know, you say what you do and you, know, you have your little spiel and, you know, it's it's important. So, you know, I showed up in some leather um, ballet flats, white leather ballet flats, white um, dress trousers and helmet laying silk. Um button down that had real leather trim on the on the wrists and the collar and all the way down um the the buttons really cool um piece definitely one of my favorite pieces but anyways these girls came in i'm really sorry i don't mean to judge I really don't mean to judge, but um this is uh meant to be maybe more educational than not they came in wearing leggings and a sweatshirt and so these girls were um, you know i think some of them were in design and some of them were in product development you know at urban outfitters and so i get it urban is a relaxed brand they can probably wear leggings in the office, not a big deal, that's kind of their thing, you know, you come in, okay, I get it, you represent the brand, but I took it as a sign of disrespect, you know, you you come in to your conference, it's a two-day conference, you have 16 hours of learning, and an entire binder full of content to get through, and you know, these all of these um, lecturers are there to educate you and help you, and you don't take the time to show them you really want to be there by dressing the part. You know, you show up, you look like you rolled out of bed with a hoodie and leggings. I mean, I think that this is just common sense for anyone who goes, I, I don't think that this is like a very arguable point to be honest. Um, but I was just really surprised. And, um, so yeah, let it be known that it's always good to take the more formal route, especially with conferences. I was just really surprised and blown away. Um, I mean the first day, so that was the second day that they showed up in like leggings and hoodies. And I mean, there were two of them. Um, and, uh, and the first day she showed up in a crop top. She showed up in, um, you know, those, I mean, Urban Outfitters is known for this, you know, the trendy, it's, it's, that's what they do. They participate in all the trends. She was wearing a trend of theirs that no doubt she worked on. It's those brown checkered pants. It's like brown, like light brown and brown. And then she had like a white crop top, like a bra top. We're sitting here in a conference room in the middle of, you know, downtown Boston. You're going to wear a crop top and sneakers to your convention? Sorry. I sound really judgy right now, but as Kim Kardashian would say, I feel like no one wants to work anymore. (laughs) Get your profanity up and work. That's what she would say. Get your beep up and work. I feel like nobody wants to work these days. (laughs) Advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. That's so true. You have to... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed that. All right. So the next item on my work list here, heading in a more positive direction is a uh, blazers blazer, the blazer formula. I want to introduce you to the blazer formula. So good. So easy to replicate what you do. You get a button up shirt, a white button up, you get some jeans and then, you know, your work shoe of choice could be a loafer, could be a closed toe, no toes at work, heel could be sneakers whatever you want you know and then you you just put on a blazer of your choosing you know it could be a printed blazer it could be a solid blazer it could it could be some kind of crazy statement you know it could have um you know embroidery on it so it when you're going to work the blazer just it just looks so good I can't explain it it just looks so much better at work than anywhere else it just heightens your professionalism it looks like you were deliberate in getting dressed this morning and you're there to you know get at it you're there to work and um just looks so good so so good i mean i'm such a blazer Person, I'm a blazer girl for drinks, I'm a blazer girl for lunch, but especially at work, you can't go wrong. So that's an easy formula, you know. Honestly, um, I've had the best luck um, finding blazers at the thrift store. I think a lot of people are throwing away their work stuff, <laughs> and there happens to be a plethora of workwear at the thrift store, and blazers to buy new are definitely more on the expensive side. You know, you're looking at even $30 at H&M, but at the thrift store, you can get them for, you know, $7.99. And yes, don't bother dry cleaning them. Sorry, you didn't hear it from me. Don't blame me when your designer blazer fails on you. At the wash but you know I simply just put them in the um, in the washing machine yeah so all right next item on the list is heels at work I read somewhere that mm, this is a tough one for me to swallow people who are taller make more money if you wear heels at work the more likely you are to make more money at work I don't know why that is don't quote me on this I read it somewhere, I am 5'3", and um, uh, yeah, it kind of changed the way that I wanted to dress at work when I learned that. So, heels at work, great idea, nothing over an inch, an inch and a half, let that be said. Just want to touch on something, this is super interesting to me. And I don't think I've touched on this before in any of my other episodes. What's up with the no shorts rule? So when I first interviewed with my company and I got the job and I was talking to the HR rep, she said to me, you can wear anything you want here. And trust me, people do. People wear pajamas. People wear borderline pajamas. People wear dresses with jeans underneath. People have a lot of style experimentation when you work in the fashion industry because they can it's a great place to do so we're not gonna judge you we'll love you for it however she was all the hr rep was like oh yeah like yeah you can wear whatever you want just don't wear shorts so she was all like happy she's like yeah like you know you can wear whatever you want but don't wear shorts she kind of said it like that i was like Oh, okay. So that scared me. And wow, to this day, I mean, they totally meant that. I have not seen anyone wear shorts um, at my company. And I think that's very interesting because I've seen people wear a lot of weird stuff. A lot of weird stuff. So um, I, I thought that was hilarious. What's up with the no shorts rule? I don't really I don't know if I understand it too much. You know, sometimes like dressy shorts can look it can look professional and great. Um just really interesting to me. Um so I guess I don't care how dressy my shorts will be. I guess I'm not wearing them to work. So <laughs> All right. I'd like to introduce you to another formula, the button-down formula. Get a bunch of statement button-downs. Pair them with jeans. Do the one tuck maneuver. Okay? One tuck maneuver makes your button down look so much more modern. Okay? What you're going to do is take the um, button side of the shirt and tuck that part in. So how I remember it is that the buttons are, are closest to you are their flesh, that's the side that's flesh against your body. It, that's what's going to give you that seamless line. So you're going to want to tuck that part in and leave the other half of it out. So you have one part of the shirt tucked in, essentially. Um, it really brings whatever you're wearing into 2022. Do not tuck it in the other way. Don't do it. It looks awful. Because the part that has the button holes is furthest away from you. So when you tuck that part in, it kind of tangles the line and makes it look a little bit more wrinkly. And it just, it looks bad. Don't do it. Always tuck the button side in. Always. But not least on my list. If you are an avid listener, you know this. And I'm just going to leave it at, you know, one quick statement. No logos at work. No logos at work. Please no. No logos at work. Not the place you want to brag. No logos at work. Alright. Moving on to sportswear. You're going to workout. First item on my list is high-rise bottoms. For some reason, if they aren't high-rise, I'm not wearing them. I'm doing so much stuff... I can't be bothered to pull up my pants. I can't. Whatever it is, even if it's just mid-rise, um, they always just fall down on me. And it's annoying, especially if you're wearing like a crop top that kind of ends at your waist because you're working out. Um, you're moving around and you want to continue the line as close to the crop top as possible. You don't want crop top, then belly button, then legging, you know. I buy my leggings smaller than I normally would because I'm a dancer. I'm doing all sorts of contortion stuff. I don't need to be worrying about pulling out my pants. That's that's that, you know. So really check to see if you've got a high rise. We're looking at 12 inches. We're looking at 13 inches. Lululemon is really good at this. Personally, I think that they do the highest rise on the market alright speaking of leggings the next item on my list is that leggings these days feel tired to me so this is something I've been working on for a long time is slowly getting away from leggings and into as a workout piece and into more of um, track pants and looser fitting workout pants. You know, you've got the yoga pants that we were all wearing in the 2010s that kind of flare out at the bottom. Super in right now. You know, maybe they fold over at the waist. That's super fun. Loving, um, you know, like a harem pant when that kind of um, sways out at the thighs. Loving, um, you know, the track three stripe Adidas pants loving. Um, I have a pair of Adidas pants that have snaps on the sides and you can kind of undo the snaps and make it your own at the sides and so it's a little bit more breathable and the movement that comes with that is really great when you're working out. It's it's cool. It's a breath of fresh air plus it's good to just give your, um, your body a break from that. It's not great to have your skin be so constricted like that in leggings. Um, it can give way to all sorts of, um, irritations. So, so moving on to our next topic of situational dressing, we're going to talk about event wear, and this is something super relevant for where we are right now in the season. It's July. It's actually July 4th, Happy Independence Day. I'm filming this on July 4th. Um, and, you know where we are. We're in wedding season. We just passed graduation. You know, a couple of months ago. Um, we're just in a season of dressing up a little bit more. Outdoor things, etc. But before I really get into the party wear, I want to go into kind of less fun situational dressing. So the first item on that list is, unfortunately, funerals. Um, Obviously, this isn't like a seasonal thing. This applies year round, but um, I don't care how non-traditional your funeral is that you're going to. I don't care. I want to see you wear black. You have to. It's about respect. It's not about you. It's about respect. You know, wear the yarmulke. If they offer it, this isn't about you. You know. Take off your hat. Be respectful. Wear all black. You know, just do it. I really don't care if it's a hundred degrees, and you're outside, and in in you're hot. You know, like wear the wear the black. Just do it. I don't want to see any color. I especially don't want to see any white. Be respectful. It's not about you. And most importantly, be there um, for the people who need you. Moving on to a brighter topic. Um, The next item on my list I have here is you know, when you're visiting countries, you're in Italy, you need to go into a church. Please respect that culture. If you need to cover your shoulders, cover your shoulders. Be prepared for that. Again, it's not about you. It's not about you. You know, if you need to cover your legs, cover your legs. Likewise, say you're going to the Middle East. The Sorry. <laughs> the Middle East. <laughs> it's always in fashion to be respectful. But it doesn't mean you can't be you. You can do it in your own way. Just be respectful of where you are, where you're visiting. It's part of the traveling experience. When people from other cultures come to visit us, they respect our culture. Let's do the same for them. Okay. Now that I've gotten those two items out of the way, let's go into the more fun part. Let's go into event wear, the party wear, whatever. So I'm 23. I've been to about six or seven weddings and countless dance awards, dance judging, galas, balls, more on the dance side of things. Um... So I do like to say that I'm qualified to talk about this stuff. The first item on my list here is for you to match the theme. If you are outside at a kind of foresty, vintage outdoor wedding, you gotta match the theme. This is maybe not where you wear a skin-tight dress. And you know, maybe you don't wear your stilettos. Maybe you go with a wedge because outside it's only dirt, you know. There's no <laughs> you're you're going to sink right in if you have a stiletto, so maybe you should go with a wedge. You know, match the theme. Think about it. What would go nicely with the outdoors when you are going to that wedding in particular you're surrounded by trees and forests think about what would go well with that scenery and honestly it can be a sign of respect for you know the bride and the groom they want this theme And it couldn't hurt for you to stay within that. Along with that, the next item on my list is that you got to match what you are doing. If you are going to take a walk in the forest at the venue, which is in the forest, again, where the wedges. You have to match what you are doing. If you're big into dancing, make sure you can really move. If you are responsible for something related to the bride, make sure you can move in whatever you're wearing. That's all I have to say about that. It, in this situation, it really does have to do with the shoes. It really does. Next item on my list. This is just a pet peeve of mine. Any party, this doesn't even have to do with weddings. Just anything like it could be a bar mitzvah. Don't change outfits to be comfortable. And don't take your shoes off unless you are the person of interest. If you are the person of interest, go ahead, do whatever you want. This is your party. But I personally think it is a bit rude to bring an extra set of clothes and, and change um, because you're, you know, cause you want to dance cause you want to get out of your outfit or, you know, take your shoes off and go barefoot on the dance floor. Um, that's my personal opinion. Take it with a grain of salt. All right. My next item is, I just want to say that there, there's just a time and place for the sassy, for the revealing, for the sexy, you know? Think about the event. Are you in a church? If you're in a church, just think about everything that comes with that. You know, you could not even realize it be offending some people. For a long time, a wedding was a very traditional, you know, um, affair. You didn't show your shoulders. It was always in a church. So think about that. If there are kids... Allowed at this wedding, if it's more of a family atmosphere, you know they're not going to be playing um, music with swears in it, and it's a little bit more conservative. Dress for that. Think about that. However, on the other side of it, there is absolutely a time for the sexy at a wedding. You know, it's it's great. I I personally, not even at a wedding, just at a party. There's absolutely a place in time where you can do that. You just have to think about it for a second, you know. Take a step back from what you want to wear. Sometimes I get really caught up in something that I really want to wear and I'm looking forward to it and then I'm, I realize, and I, I just think about it and I say, you know what, maybe this is for another time and that's it right doesn't mean you can't wear it but maybe it's better suited for another time all right next item on my list bring backups please bring backups if you are traveling for an event especially if your party is outside you don't want to show up and it be it be raining and it changes how you how you dress what if it is suddenly a hundred degrees and you have to be outside in the sun, you know, would that change what you're wearing? Maybe you have like a long sleeve polyester maxi dress. Are you going to be okay in the sun? Because you might have to sit in the sun for a while. You might not have a choice. You might not, you know, think about it. My next item is just to reiterate the no no sky high platforms unless you have a red carpet event. That's totally okay. Don't do anything sky high. My personal opinion, dig it with a grain of salt. My very last point here, summer in New England can be very difficult to deal with. So I want to talk about layering. And I also want to introduce you to the car jacket. The car jacket has been a staple in my family for many years. My mother is um, very small. She, you know, doesn't have any fat. And when we would go into a restaurant or we go into the grocery store, you know, she would frequently get in there and say, I can't be in here. I'm too cold. She doesn't like the cold. So in that case, she would go out to the car and she would bring out the jacket that she keeps in the car for all, you know, all of her cold weather occasions. You know, you get into a restaurant and, it, you know, it's say it's, you know, 80 degrees. It's beautiful out. You go into a restaurant and it's blowing insanely cold air and it is 65 degrees you got to go back outside you got to go into the trunk and you got to get the car jacket you know it's not going to be a staple of yours it's not going to be a nice jacket but it's going to be a jacket and it's going to be there for you to be comfortable and it's going to be there for you to be confident likewise my best tip for dealing with you know the summer chills known as you in the summer when it's 75 degrees out entering a store or restaurant that has the AC absolutely blowing for no reason and making it 65 degrees. My best tip for that situation is layering. Ladies and gentlemen, is it any secret that I love layering? My best piece of layering advice is to get a heavy knit sweater and drape it over your shoulders and you know tie it in a way or you can do the crossbody way where it is draped over your shoulder and tied underneath your um, tied across your chest and um, you know it's it's underneath your other armpit um, that's how it goes you have two options. It's, you know, around the neck or the crossbody tie in the front. So I think that's the best way to do such a thing because, you know, when you're outside, you don't have the actual knit on. It's barely it's barely touching you. And then when you go inside, it is very effective because it is a heavy um, knit sweater. And it also is super in style um, these days, but... I'll get into layering at a at a later episode. That's just a little glimpse of it. But that pretty much sums up my, my episode today. I got through everything on my list. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned a little bit more about what you could wear to work, to work out, and go to an event in, or maybe what you shouldn't wear. <laughs> I love to talk about these things. I think it really works on this podcast when... I also have a an opinion piece, you know, it's more of not really me giving you advice or what I've found helpful, more of just a conversation, like the last one about brands that was more of just a my opinion piece, what I think, what I don't think, you know, kind of a a nice um a chat with you. And I like to put those in between ones like this where it's more of Advice, You know, it's more of what's worked for me and what could possibly work for you. So if you like this episode, please give it a rating. You know, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. Um, So yeah, so thank you so much. Happy 4th of July. And I do hope to see you next Wednesday. Thank you.